Hey there, it's Chase. Welcome to another episode of the show, the Chase Jarvis Live Show here on Creative Live. This is a micro show, and I want to start out today's show with a great quote from the astronaut Mae Jemison. She says, you have something important to contribute, and you have to take the risk to contribute it. Think of that for just a second, right? It's time for you to take the stage in a major way. Now, this is not about just putting out another blog post, uh, you know, the beginning to a song on social or some story. This is about creating something transformational, some standout significant thing to you or your community or your creative path, some new big thing, right? You are aware, you have inside of you a novel, an album, a business. You have some big swing in your heart. And this is a project that probably represents months or maybe even years of dedicated effort. And to be clear, whatever you do with the results of your creative efforts, doing the work itself is intrinsically valuable and fulfilling. Hanging the painting on your own damn wall, for example, that is a joyful and wonderful thing to be surrounded by the things that you've made. That said, I want you to be willing to take the next step. And that's what today's show is about. If you are willing to take the next step in your work, the possibilities are truly endless. I want to share a little story real quick here. So when it came time to launch Creative Live, as I was sort of pulling together the ideas for today's show, I was like overwhelmed with emotion. I could feel all the same fears and anxieties and enthusiasm that I had for getting it out there. After all, right, I was an old hand at launching things. I had put so much stuff out on the internet. I'd, I'd put all kinds of big things in front of my community so many times that what I call my launch calluses, those, those, the buildup that we get from putting things out there, I had calluses on my calluses. And yet, I was still nervous as hell. I have tons of photos, actually. These are really fun memories for me to go flip through. I have photos from that period, like, empty coffee cups everywhere, you know, people with like bedhead hair sticking out at all sorts of odd angles, whiteboards. I have a, a photograph of a whiteboard with lists that say shit that is going to break. And then there's a long list of things when we launched Creative Live, right? We were all crazy, frenetic, bleary eyed, but that's the nature of any big push. I find that hopefully in sharing this, that you know that all this stuff, this frenetic energy that you might feel before you put something out there in the world, that's normal, right? During any creative crunch time. And this podcast is about making big things that matter to each of us. It's about you launching these things out into the world. And it's imperative that you know that we get better at this only through practice. And at the same time, the jitters that we get from putting our work out in the world, they never go away completely. You know, as Kelly McGonigal explained in her book, The Upside of Stress, Why Stress is Good and How to Get Good at It. It's a great book, by the way. And she says, we feel nervous at times like these because we've invested in this time. We've invested our time and energy and our spirit and our soul. We care about the outcome and our body, our nervous system, right? It helps us to achieve our goal by going into high alert mode, right? That's, if you don't have jitters when you're launching anything, putting any big project out in the world, you are crazy, you're strange, you're, you're one of a bazillion humans who don't have that feeling. I have them, and again, my launch calluses have callus. So if you are not feeling jitters, it's probably a sign that your work is, you don't care about it. 
which tells me that you need to go back to the drawing board. I want you to believe in what you're launching and expect others to pay attention and expect that you will be nervous at that prospect. So hopefully by listening to the show now for some time, you have found your peers, you've found your collaborators, your co-conspirators, you have built or are building a community of your own, a tribe that's oriented around your work. So now it's time to find the courage to hit send. It's time to hit publish. It's time to put the thing out in the world. And right now I can see you. I can, I, I'm inside your head and you're saying it's too early. It's too soon. I haven't polished it enough. I know that your creative limits are extreme and extraordinary. You have so much capacity, so much potential. But the number one way to learn and to improve is to put the work out. The work isn't done in my lexicon, in the lexicon of the four stages of a creative process that I talk in depth about in Creative Calling, right? You remember these four steps. It is idea, I-D-E-A, imagine, that's one phase, design, that's another phase, execute, and then amplify, right? You are not done in my creative formula, in what I think the most creative, successful, and happy and fulfilled people's creative formula is until you can put it out in the world. And here's the dirty secret that nobody's bothered to tell you until now. This step isn't the end, right? Putting it out there, that is actually just the beginning of another exciting chapter in that project and, more interestingly, your life as a creator. You need to build these muscles. And this is the part where your creation starts to do work out in the world. Sometimes it's work that you could see coming. Other times it's work that you had no idea that your creative projects would do in the world. You can't always foresee the impact that your creativity could have on the world as it makes itself more widely known. And the punchline, you get none of this benefit, none of this understanding experience if you don't put it out in the world. So to make today's show actionable, I guess, I came up with three things, three tips for when you are ready to launch, which I would argue is now. It's not later. It's not in a week or two months or six months or it's now. That being said, I do want to give you these three tips. So I don't know, get a piece of paper or pay close attention if you're sitting in traffic, listening there with your headphones on at work, or wherever you're listening to the show. Three tips for when you're ready to launch. Tip number one, you got to be aware when you feel uncomfortable, when you feel shame, this is natural. If you are proud of what you've made, if you've spent time building some audience beyond your mom, if you've built an audience that is in tune with your ideas and beliefs, what is wrong with sharing your work with them? They're going to love what you got to offer, right? Now we're not sure. That's the reality, right? We're not sure. And Sadly, our desire for certainty often gets in the way, right? We feel an overpowering desire to hide because of this uncertainty. We might drop our work limply onto the floor and sort of slink away instead of holding it up for everyone to see. This awareness that I want you to be, pay attention to, the awareness of how you feel, of your feelings of shame or inadequacies or just fear in general. When you resist sharing proudly and you cave to this shame or insecurity, you're listening to the wrong voices in your head. 
Shame is that insidious voice that tells us that we're not good enough, that we, if we make mistakes or if our work has mistakes in it, that somehow we are a mistake. And that if people don't like our work, that they don't like us. Shame is horrible and crippling in all of these ways and more. And it can be extra so when you're about to put something out into the world. When we operate in this sort of negative mindset of shame, we too easily believe these awful thoughts about ourselves that we hear in our head. But here's the kicker. That is not who we are. Now, so many of my practices contribute to battling this, and meditation has, has been one, right? That I am not my thoughts. The reality is we are human beings. Human beings have thoughts. We have fight or flight responses, and these are natural they're not meant to make us happy. We think that they are a survival mechanism. The, they are designed to look for saber-toothed tigers on the horizon. But I tell you what, you putting that Instagram post or you putting, more importantly, that book or that album out in the world, that is not helping you, right? This idea that these are not saber-toothed tigers. Now, practicing meditation is one way over the years that's made it much more easy for me to observe and identify these voices of shame and call it out for the fraud that it is. You may have others. My hope is the show here contributes to your awareness of this. Also, I want to point you to my dear friend, Brene Brown, right? She's an incredible resource on this topic, a genius in this area. And if you want the podcast that I first, we've, she's been on the show like three times. One of the very first shows that we recorded with her back, gosh, it has to be half a dozen or 10 years ago now, is absolutely incredible. So feel free to Google her name and mine, listen to the show, It's or watch the video on, on YouTube. It's incredible. Now, she's one resource. I also want to invite you to dive into my best-selling book, Creative Calling. In that book, I detail tons of specific, actionable, proven successful strategies to manage through these challenges of shame and, and discomfort that we all share. All right, that's thing one, right? Be aware of when and how you feel shame, insecurity, all those negative emotions about putting our work into the world. First is awareness. Number two is build a sharing mindset. This idea to put things out in the world is not natural because we have all these built-in fear mechanisms that I just shared in number one. So to counteract that, we ought to be building a sharing mindset, right? Sharing our work requires the same resilience, the same discipline, the same attention to self-care as creating the work in the first place. And the cool thing is you've already been building this capacity like a muscle through practicing your craft, whatever it might be. And now is the time to develop that next layer of resilience, right? You develop the sharing mindset with practice and by starting small, right? If your dream is to do a main stage TED talk, don't jump straight to sending your application to TED. How about joining a local improv group to work on your speaking skills? And I'm not suggesting you don't apply to TED. I'm saying if you wanna create some momentum, so often the big dream that we have just sounds ambiguously large and we don't know where to start. This is why I would want you to join a local improv group, work on your speaking skills, find short unpaid speaking opportunities at small conferences in your community, do an open mic night, hell, anything to get in front of a bunch of strangers and rack up experience. Now, it's very natural to be scared when you begin to share your creative work habitually, even with your spouse or your peers, your partners or friends at work. Starting small and being consistent is the key to breaking through that. If you want to publish a book, 
don't just lock yourself in a room for six months and write and hope that everything is going to align. Start by sharing your ideas with friends and mentors on social, uh, in a writing group that you can find online or at creativelive.com. Then graduate to short stories and maybe longer blog posts. This is like lifting weights, right? Work your way up to it. Or if you don't do that, you risk pulling a muscle. And I'm telling you, if you try and lock yourself in a closet and write for six months as the first exercise that you do on your big journey to writing a book, you're going to struggle. So the process of hitting send on something small over time regularly, not only do you flex your creative muscles, you get better and better at sharing and tackling larger things that are, say, higher up on the cosmic food chain or the creator food chain. The riskiest but most rewarding work you will ever do in your life is that stuff that's higher up on the food chain. So again, build a sharing mindset. That's number two. Number three, cultivate support. Now, when you summon a mountain, you're only halfway there. And this is not some blase platitude either. Like I actually climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. That's Africa's highest peak. Uh, my guide was a dear friend, Melissa Arno Reed. She was the first American to summit Mount Everest and survive the descent without supplemental oxygen. So we're climbing this thing. As exciting as it was to reach the top, when we got there, she reminded me that we still had a tremendous challenge ahead of us, right? Maybe it was the thin air I was breathing at the time up there at 20,000 feet, but I hadn't put it together that we were only halfway through the journey, right? I still had to go down the entire mountain. Now, analogously, you can create your art all on your own, but sharing it, that's like another mountain. And ostensibly, or by extension, this then requires an entire additional level of effort. And this level of effort is the one that's most mysterious to so many people. It's rarely seen by the casual observer or the sophomore who's getting going. If you wanna see what you can create and you wanna see that thing make an impact on the world, you have to begin to advocate for yourself and create a supportive community, a launch pad to get your work out in the world and making an impact. My advice, be soft and vulnerable in creating and be ferocious and bold in sharing. Everybody spends all their time talking about the creation of the thing. Very few people talk about putting it out there in the world. That is the distinction. That's one of the distinctions I want you to get from me, from Creative Calling, from this show, from Creative Live. Be soft and vulnerable in that creative process. That's how you, by listening to your soul, that is how you put out great work. But you must be ferocious and bold in sharing. Again, that's number three. Cultivate support because it's in cultivating support that sharing becomes an established paradigm. It's a plan. It's a piece of your larger puzzle. All right. Those three things ought to wrap it up for today's micro show. Your takeaway should be this. It's time for you to launch now. It might feel too early. I get it. But here's the thing. If you keep waiting to launch, if you keep waiting to put your work out in the world, you'll just be one day older when you do. And the wisdom that you think you gain by waiting, the irony is that's fiction. You actually lose wisdom or you stay stagnant, even worse. The only real wisdom you gain is by moving forward. It's by taking action. It's by launching now. The hardest part of any endeavor is starting. So in this case, 
I want you to start getting your thing, whatever it may be, get that thing out into the world now. So let that be the message that I leave you with today. And more importantly, the one that you kick yourself into gear around today. That's it. It's time to launch. It's time to put your work out into the world. You're more than capable. Now is the time. All right. Hey, before you go, thanks so much for listening. And if you got value from this show, chances are your community will too, right? In the particular lies the universal. Please share this link to the show with a friend or mention the show and or Chase Jarvis, Creative Live, any of that stuff on social. That is a huge benefit for us in hopefully in exchange for providing value to you. I want you to know that I really appreciate your time, the attention, anything that you give to the show and the questions that you ask our guests either on social media or through my text community. All that is pure gold. I want to take a second to say thank you. This community, like any community, is a testament to that old phrase, a rising tide floats all boats. And by elevating one another, by sharing and resharing this show, the tidbits that you learn and the experiences you take away, all of that has a collective, massive positive impact on the world. So just a quick thank you. I appreciate all the effort you put into sharing the show. All right, that's a wrap. Let's put today's episode into practice and get back to growing together. Mm-hmm.